Kenneth Eugene Smith v. John Q. Ham, Commissioner, Alabama Department of Corrections et al. Justice Sotomayor dissenting from the denial of application for stay and denial of certiorari. January 25, 2024 Alabama plans to execute Kenneth Eugene Smith tonight by nitrogen hypoxia. That method is untested. Smith is the first person in this country ever to be executed in this way. The details are hazy because Alabama released its heavily redacted protocol under five months ago. What Smith knows is that he will be strapped to a gurney. He will wear a nitrogen-supplying, off-the-rack mask for which the state has not fitted him or even tried on him. Once the nitrogen is flowing into the mask, his executioners will not intervene and will not remove the mask, even if Smith vomits into it and chokes on his own vomit. Smith is a surprising candidate to test this novel method. Alabama tried and failed to execute him before. In November 2022, Alabama botched Smith's execution by lethal injection. It was Alabama's third failed execution in a row in five months. Smith had warned repeatedly that Alabama would struggle and likely fail to complete its lethal injection in light of a pattern of the state's difficulties in establishing venous access. This court did not listen. It instead vacated a stay of execution without explanation over three noted dissents. As a result, Smith's arms were strapped over his head and he watched as his executioners repeatedly stabbed needles into his hands, arms, and collarbone, trying to access his veins. It took an hour and a half after this court vacated the stay before Alabama called off the execution. Since that day, Smith has suffered from post-traumatic stress. Reliving those hours strapped to the gurney, his medical records confirm worsening bouts of nausea and vomiting over the past few weeks. Those symptoms have been resistant to prescribed medications, he is therefore likely to vomit during the execution as a combined result of this post-traumatic stress and oxygen deprivation. Smith asks this court to stay his execution. He argues that Alabama's untested execution protocol will likely subject him to an unconstitutional risk of cruel and unusual punishment. Smith asks this court to stay his execution. He argues that Alabama's untested execution protocol will likely subject him to an unconstitutional risk of cruel and unusual punishment. According to one of Smith's experts, there is a substantial and serious risk that Mr. Smith will experience nausea and vomiting during his execution, thus asphyxiating, that is, choking to death, on his own vomit before he eventually passes out from hypoxia. 
Further, Alabama believes that an airtight seal is not needed on the mask. Smith therefore has raised the substantial risk that oxygen will infiltrate the mask and lead to a persistent vegetative state, stroke, or suffocation, super-adding pain and prolonging Smith's death. In denying Smith's motion for preliminary injunction, the district court held that Smith failed to make the showing required for a method of execution claim under the Eighth Amendment. Such a claim requires that the risk of pain associated with the state's method is substantial when compared to a known and available alternative. The district court found that the risk of substantial harm, including the risk of asphyxiation, was overly speculative because it required a cascade of unlikely events. On the known and available alternative requirement, the district court faulted Smith for failing to provide a feasible, readily implemented alternative with his list of proposed amendments to the protocol. Smith appealed the denial of his motion for a preliminary injunction and asked the 11th Circuit for a stay of execution. The panel unanimously concluded that the district court legally erred in requiring Smith to provide a veritable blueprint for an alternative method of execution, a requirement with no basis in this court's precedent. Two judges, however, upheld the district court's determination that Smith had failed to establish a risk of substantial harm and concluded that the court's findings of fact were not clearly erroneous. The panel affirmed the denial of Smith's preliminary injunction and denied his stay request. I view the case like Judge Jill Pryor, who dissented. For the reasons given in her dissent, I would not let this decision stand. Courts considering a stay must weigh the applicant's likelihood of success on the merits, potential for irreparable injury, and the public interest. Smith has established a substantial likelihood of success on the merits of his claim challenging Alabama's undeterred implementation of its heavily redacted five-month-old protocol. The equities here, as in nearly all capital cases where the prisoner has shown a reasonable probability of success on the merits, favor Smith. While I would grant the petition for a writ of certiorari and summarily reverse the 11th Circuit's order affirming the denial of Smith's preliminary injunction motion, at a minimum, I would grant Smith's request for a stay of execution. Having failed to kill Smith on its first attempt, Alabama has selected him as its guinea pig to test a method of execution never attempted before. The world is watching. This court yet again permits Alabama to experiment with a human life while depriving Smith of meaningful discovery on meritorious constitutional claims. This time around, Alabama has adopted a new protocol concerning a never-before-used method of execution. Consistent with Alabama's familiar veil of secrecy over its capital punishment procedures, it has released only a heavily redacted version of that protocol. 
Smith should be allowed to complete discovery and litigate the merits of his claims challenging this new protocol in the ordinary course. That information is important not only to Smith, who has an extra reason to fear the gurney, but to anyone the state seeks to execute after him using this novel method. Not long ago, this court remarked that the Eighth Amendment's protection of dignity reflects the nation we have been, the nation we are, and the nation we aspire to be. This case shows how that protection can be all too fragile. Twice now, this court has ignored Smith's warning that Alabama will subject him to an unconstitutional risk of pain. The first time, Smith's predictions came true. He survived to describe the intense fear and pain he experienced during Alabama's tortuous attempts to execute him. This time, he predicts that Alabama's protocol will cause him to suffocate and choke to death on his own vomit. I sincerely hope that he has not proven correct a second time. With deep sadness, but commitment to the Eighth Amendment's protection against cruel and unusual punishment, I respectfully dissent. We've come to the end of this opinion. Until next episode, thanks for listening to What SCOTUS Wrote Us.